Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. Today is Thursday, December 21st. Coming up, local musician Calvin Arsenia has made a name for himself as a harpist and vocalist. Now he's running his own venue. I've made it a point to every time I show up in front of an audience to be 100% myself in that moment. We'll hear what he has planned for the space. But first, some headlines. Counties across the metro report medium to high-level hospital admissions due to COVID-19. KCUR's Noah Taborda reports that could impact upcoming holiday plans. Hospitals in both Wyandotte and Leavenworth counties are reporting high levels of COVID-19 admissions. The CDC recommends wearing a mask in those counties. In other metro counties, masking is recommended if you are at high risk of illness. Dana Hawkinson is an infectious disease expert at the University of Kansas Health System. You can always wear a mask if you want to. We know that masking does help reduce risk of infection to those that wear the mask if it is properly fitting. Hawkinson says more people are testing at the health system, so case numbers are likely to rise. A candlelight vigil is scheduled tonight for 179 homicide victims who died in Kansas City so far in 2023. KCUR's Peggy Lowe reports this is the event's 13th year. The vigil is called The Longest Night, and it's held on the winter solstice, or the shortest day of the year. A field of white wooden crosses was planted on the lawn of an independence church. Pastor Mark Clifton of the Linwood Baptist Church says the crosses represent each homicide victim. We want to invite all the family members, all the loved ones of all the homicide victims to be together on the longest night so we can literally come alongside you and greet with you and help you through this process. The vigil starts at 7 at the Gathering Church on South Noland Road. The new Kansas City airport is preparing for a busy first Christmas travel season. KCUR's George Russell reports the airport recommends arriving at least two hours before departure. Over the next 10 days, more than 400,000 travelers are expected to pass through MCI, up almost a quarter from last year. Joe McBride from the Kansas City Aviation Department says that their 17 TSA lines did a good job of keeping wait times short over Thanksgiving weekend. The biggest bottlenecks are expected to be the pickup and drop-off lanes. MCI does plan to add more staffing, but McBride says the drivers need to use the cell phone line. Basically, just kind of stage somewhere before pulling up to the curb, because if everybody does that and way too early, then that's when we do have backups. The Aviation Department expects the busiest travel days to be December 21st, 22nd, 28th, and 29th. We'll be back after this. Support for this podcast comes from Panasonic Energy. Powered by Kansans, Panasonic Energy is working to drive a greener future for transportation with advanced EV battery technology. More at na.panasonic.com. Calvin Arsenia has been voted Best Musician in the Pitch's year-end Best of KC Awards multiple times. The harpist and vocalist is now running his own venue, the Greenwood Social Hall in the West Side, which he took over at the beginning of the month. 
KCUR's Steve Kraske sat down with Arsenia to talk about the space, why it's unique, and what he has planned. So how did you find yourself as a tenant of, of a venue here? <laughs> yeah. That's a switch for you. Um, it is a switch for me. But at the same time, I feel like one of my favorite things as a musician is to create space and is to to be uh, hospitable and to be a host. And um, and I've been doing that since I was running Bible studies when I was 12 years old. So it's been a long time that I've been uh, creating and crafting moments of transcendence for people. Tell us about the building's history, Hill, uh, Calvin. I understand it was constructed by a black architect like nearly a century ago. Yes. Yeah, so in the early 1920s, um, this congregation found themselves after a series of, uh, there was fires and tent rentals or tent purchases. Um, they were displaced for a long time. And then they finally found a home um, right there at 17th and Bellevue. And that's where the Greenwood Church now lives. So what's the vibe of the place? The vibe is there's wood all, all over the walls and all over the floor. So it's a really beautiful texture of sound and also visually. There is an insulation um, from the ceiling um, that is birds hanging from the ceiling. So it's very iconic in that way. Um, and, and I want people to feel like they are loved, both the artist and the audience, that, they, that when they arrive to the Greenwood Social Hall, that they are sitting in a, in a chair that, that feels comfortable, that they are um, able to, um, you know, that I, I always like to make special things happening in the bathroom just to make, make it a very luxurious experience, um, that it, there's a, a warm and inviting and a, and a, and a place where, um, where, where we want you here. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite part of the building? Hmm. I think the acoustics, maybe. Mm. Um, I think I think being able to present music, you know, my music tends to be something that I want people to lean into, right? Or, or at least um, I'm not very good with a harp to be able to kind of command and overtake a crowd of people, um, especially not one that is, you know, in, in a bar, let's say downtown in Kansas City. I really love to create music that is for listening audiences. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are lots of styles of music that also desire that too. So I think my favorite part of the building is that we can create an environment uh, where the audience is, is prepared to listen. Was this the kind of thing where you walked in the door for the first time, Calvin, you just thought, this is my place. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure. So I actually got to be one of the first artists to put on a concert there about seven years ago or six, six or seven years ago. And, um, and it was my first solo performance in Kansas City. That was a ticketed, seated event. And um, I had lots of flowers and incense. And um, it, was, it was me being able to craft an experience and to be kind of in charge of the, the, the audience's experience from the ticketing to, uh, to the seating to the, the drinks that we were serving that night. And so I've been a part of this space for, 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 for about as long as, as I've known of it. So what are your immediate plans for the future of this new space? To fill it up with beautiful music. <laughs> and, and not just music, too. Not complicated, but, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been desiring in Kansas City, and I've played in a lot of venues from Hellsburg Hall to the Rhino up north to um, one of my you know dear favorites of the record bar and the ship. Um, and I've played at convention centers and all over the city. And, and I've always felt appreciated by the audiences and, and the venues as well in Kansas City. Um, but when I go out to go see music, sometimes I find it difficult to be able to hear and cherish moments of music with my favorite artists because maybe the the main focus of the night is is you know uh, communicating with the lost you know old friends or um, or dancing or you know spending time at the bar or right. like so I wanted 
I want to create and find myself in places where music is reverent and where storytelling and, and sharing is is the point of the night. A, a listening room. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do feel like there is a need for, for a listening room experience or at least more listening room experiences in Kansas City. You know, along those lines, you have said that most concert venues in the area are more focused on the alcohol and the experiences associated with that than on the actual music being played. How are you going to uh, working on going against the grain on that front? Because you're not serving alcohol, right? Right. So there there will be maybe some wine or some things that will be there, but it is a donation basis and it's not the, the main focus. The bar will be closed or the service will be closed. Everything is closed during the during the concert, during the time where the the musicians are playing to focus on the musicians. And this is my first venture doing something like this. And maybe I'm a bit naive, but I believe <laughs> that when we are vulnerable and when we're honest and when we when we show up for one another, that all of our needs are taken care of. And so I believe that if, if we can come together and, and really uh, show up authentically to share of ourselves and, and the audience getting to know these artists better, to be able to fall in love with them and to fall in friendship with them, um, that that the whole community will be um, just, it's, it's more uh, symbiotic. So I get the impression that when people walk into this Greenwood Social Hall, that they'll be under no illusions here that this is a Calvin Arsenia place. Yes, yes. So I'm going to have um, some relics of my past shows and um, I've, I've, I've always kind of moved. I've been migrating through through this town, putting up shows at the Gem Theater, at the Record Bar, at uh, at the Ship, at private homes across the city, and um, and this is going to be kind of my my permanent place. So I get to decorate, and I get to pick the towels, and I get to pick the napkins and the glasses and the and the china and the and the crystalware that we drink from. I get to uh, bring in roses, and I get to and I don't have to take them all out by the night as well, you know when the night is over. So it, I want you know people have loved me for my hospitality and for my and, and also my the quality of my work but I think we can have both and and on a consistent basis you've also said that you want this place uh, to be a, a showcase uh, that you want to showcase the stories of women the black community and the queer community tell us about your vision in that sense so one of my one of the things that I just am naturally drawn to because I'm I'm kind of always in it for the underdog um, and I think the reason for that is because I believe that ultimate truth comes from having all perspectives and that empathy comes from being able to put on somebody else's burdens or to put on somebody else's wins and victories and to wear them as your own for a little bit and then and then hand them back. And we can celebrate each other so much better when we have time and space to understand each other. Mm-hmm. So I believe that this world, we, we, we so desperately need more empathy and more understanding and more um time to to understand where each of us was coming from and so taking this opportunity as a venue owner and as a curator and as a director of of greenwood social hall um i'm going to invite my friends who just so happen to be women who just so happen to be people of color who just so happen to be queer to do what they do best which is telling their stories and um and so yeah this this space is going to be dedicated to 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 showcasing maybe um, some of the lesser represented stories um, that we have. Will you be focusing on certain genres or certain styles of music? I think this space really, really likes uh, acoustic-driven kinds of music, um, which is everything from chamber music to classical music, jazz, gospel, um, and singer-songwriters. There's lots of genres that really, really fit that kind of uh, kind of sit and listen situation. There's also um, a residential or a resident tango class that's in the space that will be ongoing. 
How's your own career progressing? My goodness. Um, I think it's looking great. Um, I, um, You've to... really put yourself on the map here in town. <laughs> I mean, I mean, good for you. That's not yeah. that's a trick. Yeah. No, I think it's, again, to I've always just said that if I show up authentically, that people will understand who I am. And, and, and it's not everybody, right? It's not, it's, you're not trying to get everybody, but it's, a, it's trying to find your tribe, your people. And so I've made it a point to every time I show up in front of an audience to be 100% myself in that moment um, and to share my story and to not try to evangel- evangelize or, or convert or, or um, convince anyone of anything, to just be myself and to be authentic and that that authenticity would be seen and recognized and that my people would find me and I would find them. And in the same way, I'm, I'm wanting to run this, this venue in, in, in that same spirit. That was musician Calvin Arsenia and KCUR's Steve Kraske. You can hear their entire conversation from KCUR's Up to Date at kcur.org. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia Dean. This show is produced by Anna Schmidt and KCUR Studios. It's edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. For more local news from Kansas City's NPR station, visit kcur.org. If you like our show, leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow. I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. Back in 1948, black families in Johnson County got fed up with the quality of education at a two-room schoolhouse. So they started their own school in living rooms. We fixed it up as near as a classroom as we could. I thought it was great. How a lengthy school boycott and six very brave children led to the integration of a Kansas grade school five years before Brown v. Board. Check it out on the podcast of People's History of Kansas City.